And that's why you never drink the apple juice at the free clinic. Oh, that's... Thank, thank you, thank you. So, uh, you want to, like, have me tell you a story that'll resurrect some type of deranged redneck? You know what? That would be the best thing in the whole world. All right, let's go. You ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go. Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. We are a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of golden age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler heavy fashion. And uh, welcome to Summer Slasher Camp. It's a thing we're doing now. Yeah. Summer. Yeah. So for the next three episodes, we are doing camp related movies that are slashers. We're doing it because it was voted on. We did a thing in the Dongle Den on Facebook, and the Dongles got to put in the movies that they wanted us to cover and guess what it went exactly how i thought it would we got three movies <laughs> we got three movies and nobody wanted to add any more because i think everybody just wanted us to talk about these three movies we also have a very special slasher summer camp summer slasher camp whatever we're calling it who knows i don't know <laughs> we're selling a shirt on t public so get those while supplies last <laughs> they always say while supplies last but i know that t-shirt's gonna be up there for years <laughs> well it is print on demand so you're, you're tapping your watch you're like all right gotta make this quick guys <laughs> yeah we actually gave away a free t-shirt we did one lucky participant now to deal with international shipping well that's okay <laughs> it's all gonna work out I mean, he did participate so thank you damien also known as the witch do you have to mail it upside down do you have to make all the letters upside down i don't know it's i going... don't know how that works i'm not handling any of that i just put in an address and they go okay <laughs> he's gonna show up and he's like why is this t-shirt upside down <laughs> <laughs> going to australia yeah that's the joke <laughs> um so why are we doing this i guess is a good question mm -hmm. why did we decide to do, to do this well it just popped in my head that you just really never watched any real slasher movies that much i mean you watched a couple friday the 13th yeah i'm guessing yeah i've seen a good amount probably over half oh I thought you saw less than that. No, I've, I've seen a good chunk. Oh, okay. But they're they're like 50% bad, so... It's not a genre of movie that you really gravitate no. to. No. And why would that be? Um, hmm, that's an interesting question. I think I just don't... Well, one, I don't really watch a lot of horror movies, surprisingly. I usually just watch something else. I, I like more sci-fi, rewatch Star Wars for the millionth time, rewatch any Godzilla movie for the millionth time. And, and also, I just haven't had easy access to it for, for most of my life. Well, it's not like I was letting you watch those. Just because yeah. there's a lot of, there tends to be a lot of sexy time and boobs. Yeah. And Let's go into the forest and smoke pot. And then they get beheaded or something. Yeah, so you're well aware of the tropes. Oh, of yeah, movies. totally, totally. Well, I just thought it would be fun. Yeah, and it's easier because we don't have to pick out movies. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. But it's nice to have a theme, I guess. Yeah. It'll make it fun. I'm excited about this. Yeah. This episode, we're doing Madman. The next episode is going to be The Burning. And then we're going to wrap it all up with Sleepaway Camp, which Brennan has never seen. I don't know the big twist at the end. So if you spoil it, I will hate you forever. So don't do that because that would be terrible. And it would just not be any fun i don't think you could feign that kind of excitement pete from good beer bad movie night mm -hmm. and g fest fame mm -hmm. had requested that we record your reaction when it happens oh wow oh wow <laughs> so we might have to do that yeah okay that, that sounds fun <laughs> it would be it would be pretty interesting yeah but i don't know knowing you you'd be like oh 
Okay. <laughs> that would be it. I'm sure. I mean, if it's this like praised, I'm sure it has to, it'll, it'll garner some reaction. Well, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. But for now, we have to talk about Man Man. But I'd also like to take a moment before we start and say that I'd like to dedicate this entire summer series to one of our own who we lost recently. Johnny Krug, excellent podcaster. People may know him from Kruger Nation, also Short Bus Cinema, which we did an episode with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just an inst- we were just instant friends. And, you know, it's really it's really sad that he's gone. Like, we're all going to kind of miss him a lot. Enough with the sadness. Yeah. Let's go to the celebration and let's really, like, at least try to give it a good start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, man, man, let's go to the IMDb info. It's a little synopsis on here. Just says, a legendary psychopathic murderer stalks a summer camp is it a summer camp Mm, it's it's in the fall it is in the fall they talk about they're leaving for thanksgiving it's late november yeah which i don't know who picked this one out let's let's check our notes here Oh, that would be Court. <laughs> Thanks, Court. What a great suggestion. Did you did you not know that this wasn't in summer? Maybe it was originally supposed to be in summer. Maybe if you couldn't tell with all the leaves on the ground. <laughs> I saw something on in the trivia on this where they talked about painting the leaves. <laughs> To make it more in line with when it's supposed to happen. It's like, what? Just don't have it set before Thanksgiving, then. I don't know. Like, that's that's kind of a hot mess. Let's see here. It was directed by Joe... Ooh, that's a Gia Known? I don't know. Italian guy. Yeah. Uh, he's also the writer, and uh, it's based off a story by Gary Sales. And it stars Galen Ross, Tony Fish, Harriet Bass. Never heard of any of those actors. Well, actually, Galen Ross is one that you technically should have recognized. She plays Betsy in this movie because she was in Dawn of the Dead. Oh! Her one, one, so you've now seen two of her three acting roles. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's kind of how a lot of this goes. Wow, yikes. A lot of people in this movie just not really like super big. A lot of them don't have a lot of credits, but that's all right. What do you expect? And Dawn of the Dead's really good. So check yeah, out that. She definitely had a little more to do in that movie. <laughs> For sure. Hey, we've got a trailer. Let's listen to it right now. Many strange things happen around here. There is a tale. It was a night like tonight, many years ago. There is a legend. <gasps> If you say his name above a whisper, he'll get you. There is a warning. On certain nights, when the moon is full, he's out there stalking in the woods. There is a madman. Wow, what a trailer. Well, that was such a cool trailer. I liked it. I loved watching that with you Yeah, right now. It, we just watched that. It does. You know, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to be a broken record with this. Those old trailers really do spoil a lot. Yeah. I mean, this one visually, so if you're just if you're just listening, well, we're going to spoil it anyway. But <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But if you're like, well, I better uh, watch the trailer for that one before I listen to this episode. I, I don't know. I guess you got to have to know the characters, whatever. I like the beginning of this where it says that this is actually a school for gifted children is it a camp is it a school i don't think anybody is gifted 
it's it's so odd because that never gets brought up again. Nope. I mean, it's it's a camp. It's the the setting. Yes, but anything to do with any of that information that they give never, never comes up again. Yeah, and it starts off with the rendition of that, the song that gets played at the end. Legendary song or whatever, campfire song. And this, it's so blah. You just kind of want it to end right away. And it keeps on going. It just keeps going. And the way everybody claps at the end. I would not be clapping. I'd be rolling my eyes. Yeah, for sure. But then we have Max, who's this like old counselor guy where where he tells the story of Mad Mad Mars, which is pretty fun. And it's so fun, in fact, that I actually got the clip of it, so we don't have to discuss the entire thing and not really do it any justice. So here's the clip for that. Now it's time for my story. My story deals with a man who used to live in that old dilapidated house behind those trees. We're not supposed to be this close to it because... Uh, Many strange things happen around here. He was a farmer with his family, wife and two children. He was an evil man. Ugly and mean. He'd beat his wife and brutally punish his children. He'd drink at the tavern and <laughs> fight all the time. He once had a piece of his nose bitten off in a brawl and didn't feel a thing. It was a night like tonight, many, many years ago. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, it was the same night as tonight. The woods, quiet and dark. The farmer, for no apparent reason, went stark, raving mad. walked into his bedroom with an axe in his hand and chopped his sleeping wife into little pieces. Then with his bloodlust awakened, he walked down the hall to his son's room and took an axe to him, and he still wasn't finished. He walked across the hall to his daughter's room, and without so much as a word, he chopped her into little pieces too. Then, he calmly walked into the tavern, lifted the bloody axe onto the bar, and ordered himself a beer. Well, it wasn't long before the town found out what happened, and when it did, it was all over for the mad farmer, or so they thought. Ten men jumped him and dragged him screaming to the nearest tree, where they quickly looped a thick rope around his neck and hoisted him high into the air. One of them grabbed the bloody axe and swung it at the farmer's head, leaving a deep, bloody gash in the side of his face. They left him there, hanging for dead. Next morning, when they went to cut him down, he was gone. It was then they noticed the bodies of his wife and children were missing, and their bodies have never been found. Oh, Max, come on. How could their bodies never be found? I mean, where could they be? I don't know, Richie. All I do know is that on certain nights, when the moon is full, he's out there stalking in the woods, searching for people so he can chop their heads off with an axe or hang them from a tree. You're trying to be funny or something. What's this farmer's name anyway? <laughs> Richie, I have a good reason I haven't told you his name. A very good reason. You see, it is said also that if you say his name above a whisper in the woods, he will hear you because he can be anywhere, anytime. And if he hears you call his name, he'll come for you. And if he comes for you, he'll get you. One by one, you'll start to fall before night's over. I'll get you all. His name is Mad Mad Ma. What do you say? I couldn't hear him. His name is Mars. Mad Man Ma. Wow, what a clip. That was a clip. That makes the amount of times that I've listened to that twice now. <laughs> 
And you may have recognized bits of that from the trailer. But it's a fun, like, the way he presents it and everything. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good set and everything up. Yeah. And, you know, it's a what you would hear of this type of story. Have you ever heard of Cropsey? So Cropsey is, like, this, like fake character that parents used to tell their kids about you know to like scare them it's an urban legend type of thing yeah like like the michelin man yeah totally like hey come on in or the michelin man is he's gonna pump you full of air Mm -hmm. until you pop i think it was like around like staten island or whatever but so originally they were gonna make it a cropsy tale but they decided to change it apparently because the burning is based off of that and they came out around the same time oh so it ends up becoming madman mars which i think works in its favor i guess i'll have to watch the burning (laughs) (laughs) well it's coming up next i didn't include it in the clip but at the end like this kid he like mocks madman mars and is screaming his name and it turns out they're like right next to this house yeah because richie just takes a rock and chucks it through the window yeah well come on richie calm down yeah calm down buddy yeah he's a little too excited about it all right love and then we've got this tp guy oh god who's just the worst who is talking to betsy and all he really wants to do is just have sex with betsy he's not even like trying to hide it Mm -hmm. he's just basically saying well camp's gonna we're gonna go home for this break and you know you should really have sex with me and not even for the like the first time on their trip it's implied that they've been doing this so it's like really tp yeah, like they meet up at this camp as counselors, possibly when they were kids, and they just have a relationship while they're there. But he just is like, no, nah, you're going to do it before before we leave. Yeah, instantly you don't like him. Yeah. As they're leaving, like the, they're putting out the fire and everything, and as they're leaving, like Richie sees just a creep in the trees. You can see him by the moonlight. And he chooses not to say anything to anybody, but decides like, I'm going to go sneak off into the woods and investigate that old house alone. You know what? If I just heard a creepy story... I throw a rock through a window and then I start walking through the woods and I see a person in the trees. It's just the outline of them in the moonlight. And I see that, you know, what I'm, I'm going to go, ah! I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go, guys, 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 there's someone in the tree. There's someone in the tree. There's someone. And I would start pointing at it. <laughs> exactly. So apparently like for the, for the, a good chunk of this movie nobody i don't even think they realize he's gone yeah (laughs) it's like no none of the other kids and speaking of kids there's like what five or six kids total i think it's like four they're like completely outnumbered by the staff yeah i don't know if these are like just kids who hadn't gotten picked up yet they're gifted oh that is true Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of special kids out there you're only gonna get like four for your camp (laughs) but meanwhile back at the camp (laughs) there's the the max guy has a hundred dollar challenge to see who can pull this axe out of the stump which clearly based on the legend it's like yeah we all know this is the axe of mad mad mars Mm -hmm. clearly it is and tp can't pull it out no matter how hard he tries but here's the odd thing about this challenge is that tp gets max to help him but max is the one who would pay somebody to win a hundred dollars so they split it what happens then but yeah tp's just going off like he sounds like somebody we've known recently i can't remember his name some dumpy orange dude but this tp's just going on about like what it means to be a winner and you have to be a winner in life winner 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 that's all that matters and we already don't like tp <laughs> Yeah. You make us want to not like him even more? All right, I'm down. (laughs) But then we've got Dippy, the drunk chef who just, like the cook for the camp, who just pops up out of nowhere and is just getting drunk. Amazing. I know. He's great. Yeah. I'm all ready for Dippy at this point. Yeah. Like, ooh, Dippy's going to be fun. Yeah. What kind of zany adventures does Dippy go on? Dippy just gets murdered instantly. (laughs) Right away. I'm like, wow, this, this guy is a really definable character. He's funny. He'll bring something new to this kind of bland cast oh gets his throat slashed just right killed. first victim he never even said madman mars above a whisper he never even said it he was just drinking at the camp he wasn't even with everybody else he had no context none he just oh i'm gonna get drunk tonight last day at the camp dead already breaking the rules of your your legend here mm. tisk 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 that's right so then we get some like the undressing for the hot tub scene which i didn't want to see either one of these mm-hmm. i did not want to see betsy mm-hmm. Or TP and no because no. like there's definitely some boobs and there's definitely some butt TP butt did not 
need to see it. No. And I don't even have a problem with male nudity whatsoever. It does not bother me. But TP has like, oh, I don't want to say TP's butt. You. And then there's like this weird song playing. <laughs> and they're like circling each other like sharks in the in the hot tub. And then you've got Mad Mad Mars like creeping in the window. Maybe it's him. It it was Mars. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> He's got his creepy hand. Yeah. Which looks rubbery. So it, it kind of gets you thinking, is this an actual person? Is this either a bad costume or intentionally made to look like someone in a costume? Right. It's kind of like the Scooby-Doo scenario. Like you really start thinking about it because like Max, the <clears throat> Max, the older counselor guy, like the head guy, he leaves. He even made an announcement like, oh, I'm going to be back in a couple hours. So kind of leading it on. Oh, you had a prediction, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I predicted that. Well, I the prediction that the axe would be pulled out either by Mars to kill somebody or to save the day. And my other prediction was that Max, the head counselor guy, is actually Madman Mars, or at least dressing up as Mars to to kill the counselors for whatever reason. It's not an it's not it's not a bad thought though because I mean these movies just kind of really like the twists. Yeah. Sometimes like Ooh, yeah, who's the killer? And you're gonna get lots of red herrings and stuff like that because they never really like show them show them a whole lot in this movie not until the end not until the end but even then you don't know like it could still be just a person because like the costume's not really the best it's not the worst though yeah he doesn't do anything like infeasible either you know like he doesn't like yeah he's like strong yeah Next part that I want to talk about, <laughs> because another of these counselors, Stacy, who's just playing a recorder in a boat for no reason, like, because, you know, that's what you do at night. You're just like, oh, I just need a little recorder time in a boat. But she goes back. She's going back to camp and decides to go up this hill for some reason, which is a struggle. I think it's just made so Mad Mad Mars can kind of try to get her. Like, you think, oh, no, he's going to get her. But she ends up having an easier time getting up the hill than him. <laughs> so she gets away. But this is where the Mad Mad mars noises start because he makes noises throughout this entire movie and they're they're so much fun i've loved they're these the noises. least scary thing it, it's always just constant disappointment and stuff yeah you look at this part he's like oh yeah I mean, it sounds like a sasquatch or something like you, a cartoon sasquatch because this is a whole lot of growling noises like it's pretty stupid (laughs) i love it i think it's fun i mean it's not scary no it's not scary at all it's totally not scary but it's fun i like it then we get like so the high talk that's what i was wrote down in my notes it's the four counselors so you have stacy dave and then who i just call lamb chop and mustache (laughs) because i did not like those two enough to bother getting their names yeah because they're the worst. They're so dull and not even interesting. But Dave goes on this dumb talk. I've got a knife. Oh, I could be a psychopath or whatever. You are the lame guy trying to get in your friend's heads while you're all high. And it's just so lame. It couldn't even work. Sit down. Sit yeah. down. Give it up. Give it up. I got a feeling like it was that guy's like big acting moment where maybe... It- it probably wasn't written and he just wanted this monologue for a little bit. I really think I can riff us. I'm really, I'm really feeling Dave right now. And their camaraderie. It did not work out for him. <laughs> it doesn't really work out for anybody. No. But you know, now that TP got laid, now he's like, oh, I should find out what happened with this Richie kid. Now that, now that we know that Richie's oh, missing. Oh yeah, someone missing. So this is like hours later. The kids, the kids have just been hanging out because this camp is built of like different just little cottages, mm-hmm. you know, so they have the boys separated from the girls. I've had a similar thing at my school forest where we got to spend the night and stuff, but at my school forest, they weren't using those cabins anymore. So it was kind of disappointing, but it's fun to see though. Like I always imagined I'd be in like one of these type of movies and there'd be some kind of creep or spoop outside the window at night. Tapping on the window. Yeah. Cause they always had like a mesh, mm-hmm. like probably like a little bit better than like an actual screen. You just hear like, I'd be pretty metal. Oh, that'd be so cool. But no, we just had like one big nice lodge that we stayed in and uh, no fun. How are you supposed to raid at night? Did like, you get a pancake thrown at you in your school forest? No. Lame. We had pancakes though. But was it thrown at you? Ooh, no. <sighs> that stinks. Why did, oh, did your principal do that? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, I don't even think our principal even showed up ever. <laughs> Although, I know we're getting off topic here, but in the sixth grade, 
we could stay for a whole week at the school forest. And there is this kid. I'm not even going to say his name just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Not even just a mention of his first name. But man, this kid had explosive diarrhea everywhere. You could smell it as soon as you walked into our lodge area and to where the boys were staying. And it was an instant smell. And then it was just one of those scenarios where there was clothes on the floor and it was just on the floor. It was just everywhere. That kid not having a good time. No. I had somewhat of a similar experience at my school forest too. It was though it was in fifth grade when we spent the night and we're all sitting there trying to sleep. And you know, it's a bunch of boys. So it's like the it's a it's a chaperone being like, be quiet guys, and someone goes like, eh, poopy fart. Everyone goes, eh. <laughs> But one of the kids gets up to go to the bathroom, which was located. It was like one of those like open door bathrooms with like a stall right in the room that we're all sleeping in. He goes to the bathroom, going number two, and it was so loud. <laughs> you just you could you could hear everyone's everyone was giggling, and and he and he walked out of that bathroom not even knowing. I don't think he knew. Even the chaperones <laughs> thought it was funny. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know if we can top these stories, but maybe we got some more later because you actually went to a summer camp. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did not. I always wanted to. Maybe we could talk about if you got interesting stories, we can bring them up in future episodes because we can't just use them all up. Yeah, we got got two more to go. We got two more episodes. (laughs) TP decides to do the right thing and go out and look for Richie, but he ends up running into Madman Mars, who... This is pretty gruesome, actually. This is kind of like a little hard to watch because he gets like this noose, big thick noose wrapped around his neck and gets dragged through the forest a bit before he's strung up and hung from a tree. And he's just kicking around and it like goes on for a while. But then he starts pulling himself up the rope and hanging onto the tree branch. And you're, it's, you never really see that. You go, oh, TP might even actually make it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. TP has a TP belt buckle <laughs> because that's what everybody does when you got a BB one. I got a DB one. BB, that'd be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> and Baby Mars just grabs him by his pretentious belt buckle and pulls him down. That's it for TP. I was kind of hoping that he'd survive. I was I was rooting for like a TP redemption arc or something, you know? That would have been interesting. Because, I mean, I, I mean, maybe that's all he needed to do was just be a creep and Kana's camp girlfriend and the sex. I would have liked it if he had learned his lesson. I yeah, think that's maybe. a lot better than him dying. I hate him, though. Like, I still don't like him, but... Yeah, he's not very likable. But I did read that the actor um, used, like, a rubber band or something, was actually constricting his breathing during all of this to make it seem more realistic. And maybe that's why it comes off as more gruesome, because there was a degree of, like, he was kind of strangling himself he was in control of it but still it's pretty intense that's some method acting right there yeah huh. i would not expect that out of tony <laughs> fish no no <laughs> you know what though who earns the prize for the axe uh madman mars he goes back to camp pulls the axe out and it even kind of took him a little bit too yeah but you would think too so if this legend's kind of old right the handle of that axe rotted away just completely i mean you leave a you leave like a axe or a shovel out in your yard for one one summer that handle's gonna be pretty crappy by the end yeah when i went up to the cabin with my friends we had to use like the hatchets and stuff that were there and those were like really old the 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 axe head was just flying off handles were coming off we had constantly putting them back together and those were sitting inside of a cabin not even out in in the elements but we could be dealing with magic here we're not sure at this point it could just be a person it could be magic who knows so i guess dave decides he's gonna run around and try to find tp alone alone which he does pretty easily considering i'm guessing i've this is making me wonder what is the area that we're dealing with you don't really have any sense of distance with anything everything seems relatively close to each other a character can drive a truck deep into the forest and then run back to the campground in like a minute right so i mean the fact that he finds tp well dad we could be dealing with magic here we don't know yet you're right some space time because Madman Mars is, he's getting around pretty easy too. I mean, he'll be one spot and then next thing you know, he's in another area. It's almost like he's been working on the campground for many years now. (gasps) (gasps) Now that'd be a good twist. (laughs) Dave, Dave finds him pretty easy by bonking himself into TP's hanging feet. And instead of going, oh my God, TP killed himself. Yeah. 
He just goes, I'm scared now. TP's been murdered, but literally does nothing to like run away or anything like that. And then Madman Mars is there and just cuts his head off, just decapitates him with an axe. But here's the thing, the axe apt, just like in dude's story, it makes a zap sound effect, which is totally cheesy. It's pretty stupid. I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, zap, zap. Like, why would you say zap if somebody got their head cut off? That's a, like, I don't know. Is it a laser? Is it a laser axe? That'd be cool. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be magical. No, not if it was made with science. Even if it was super science. Laser axe. Kind of like those big, dumb looking things in the new Star Wars movies. Those electric axe things. Uh, It's like, what is, uh, why are they so clunky? uh, Yeah. Like, who'd approve that design? Wouldn't you make it more streamlined? You want to hear us complain about the new Star Wars movies? Go back to 2019 and listen to our (laughs) December episode on the new trilogy. But hey, there's one thing, one character in this movie, Stacy, she's a real go-getter. She really is. Yeah. She's smart. Yeah. She plays recorder in a boat. She actually gives, like, Betsy good advice. Like, hey, you don't need this TP guy. You're a strong, independent woman. I don't need him shoving you around. That's right. You just don't, like, you don't need to sleep with him, girl. She's that kind of friend. She decides that she's just going to go out on her own, find out where everybody's vanishing to. But she goes, I'm going to take the truck. Smart. Do it. Yeah. And at one point, her flashlight stops working in the truck. So what does she do? She finds another flashlight in the truck, which kind of a waste of time for the movie but whatever truck doesn't start right away she fixes it she fixes the truck i don't i am no mechanic but I, whatever she was doing in there did not look like it was gonna do anything yeah she's just got a screwdriver yeah but hey regardless she fixed the truck she drives to wherever dave was so apparently that must be a hot location for everybody to go hang out at because everybody keeps going to the same spot and she finds dave decapitated and says well fudge this i'm getting out of here because madman mars is chasing me too so she runs back to the truck of course doesn't start doesn't start so she's like i'm gonna fix this truck which brave that's yeah brave she could have just ran because she's literally one minute away from anywhere yeah (laughs) tops but she figures like maybe she's gonna be safer in the truck who knows so she goes to fix the truck again Madman Mars climbs on top of the truck, jumps on the hood of the truck, decapitating Stacy. Makes no sense. I still do not understand this. Right. Old truck or not, the fact that Madman Mars is a pretty big dude, I don't think it could happen. I'm just going to say that. It would hurt. It would probably kill her. It would kill her, yeah. Yeah, It would probably like like, sever her spine. Yeah. It was like a clean cut. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Ooh, maybe he sharpened the hood of the truck. That would actually have been pretty cool. That would have been pretty cool. I can't can't lie that's a good idea yeah but i mean if you're thinking about it max could have set that up knowing that somebody would try to take the truck and then would have to fix it just saying <laughs> that would have been cool that would have been cool especially if like you got a montage of things being set up Ooh, at the end of the movie oh when somebody p- puts the pieces together oh kind of like those things where it's like yeah oh you know maybe there was a file somewhere him putting the mask on going to kill the the chef guy <laughs> yeah all sorts of stuff hmm. oh, that would have been better Another good reveal montage. Yeah. Those are fun. Oh, yeah. There's some stuff with lame chop and mustache, but whatever. They're lame. I think Stacy talked to him while they were getting it on in a tent. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It was just... It was just, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys, you guys want to help? We'll finish up what you're doing. Just don't take too long. Oh, man. But yeah, they end up like, I mean, you got to get to them. But they end up finding the truck. And they're like, well, where's Stacy? Can't find her around. And they're like, mm. like, what did they do? Did they find Dave too? I don't remember. I don't know, but they were like... Well, they just decided to start the truck, and then the truck didn't start. Yeah. So then Dave goes, I'll fix the truck. Because everyone knows how to fix the truck. Because clearly that's a problem. Yeah. And then he finds Stacy's severed head in the truck and tries to be, like, pretty cool about it. He's like... like you don't want to see this. Of course, Lamb Chop's like, let me see this. I want to be emotionally scarred. Yeah. And then he removes the head. Turns out that was the only thing stopping it from starting. Yeah. So did Stacy finish fixing the truck? And then her head burp. Did her head fix it? Did Batman Mars fix the truck? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I should try to think this hard about this movie. No. I think it's just meant to be fun. I do like him just grabbing that head. Oh, yeah. He d- Grabs like a, a blanket or whatever. That's a good That's a good moment for Mustache, really. For like, sure. Like, he, this is maybe his redemption arc. Like, I'm 
I'm not going to be so boring. Yeah, let me do something cool. Yeah, I'm going to do something. He had no problem grabbing that head and it's like, oh, okay, like we got to get out of here. He was was on it and with it. As they start to drive off, like Man Man Mars, like I can't tell which way this truck is going either. It looks like it's almost going backwards. I don't know. Or not moving at all. Or not moving at all, yeah. But then Man Man Mars just runs up next to it. So is he like, are they not driving fast? Or is he just super fast? Could be magic. Could be magic. Could be magic. Uh, Oh, wait, no. During the montage, it shows Max like polishing his track medals. <laughs> A training montage too. <laughs> oh. But yeah, he just like he just yeets Dave right out of the truck. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Just pulls him right out. I'm leaving Lamb Chop, like she doesn't hop over. She just like, well, I'm just gonna scream until I crash into a tree, extremely slow, and then just falls out of the car. Or <laughs> just, falls out of the tr- just just falls out. <laughs> Then we get, this is where it becomes super painfully obvious in this movie that there's a whole lot of, it's not suspenseful when you have people just walking around scared Mm -hmm. forever. And we didn't mention it earlier, but that's a lot of this movie is just long scenes of people walking around in the dark, looking at stuff, looking for something. What are they looking for? The plot to start. Um, Are they going to get killed? Oh, maybe, but oh no, it's going on too long. I'm losing interest. Mm. I'm my brain is starting to wander onto other things it's starting to wonder when is something going to happen in this movie this is the best scene for that is lamb chop going back to camp which doesn't take her long to get there and she decides she's gonna hide out in the kitchen area of the camp like the mess hall oh that could be it let's just go with that (laughs) what a mess this podcast is a mess Oh, yeah. Well, Stacy's running around in there and she gets this idea of I will make as much noise as possible by yanking everything out of this refrigerator and hiding in it, which, by the way, all the safety PSAs when I was a kid told you never hide in a refrigerator. Unless you need to survive a nuclear explosion. Hmm, that is true. But yeah, old fridge like that, you're totally going to suffocate in there. I mean, if she's lucky, she might get hypothermia first and just fall asleep, but I don't think that fridge is going to be that cold. No. And you'd think she'd have a good time. She probably could have gotten away with it too, because you can hear Madman Mars like get mad, knocking everything around mm-hmm. him in the kitchen we'll put all the cold items on the floor so he just waits for her to leave the refrigerator on her own free will to which he just murders her right away so it was a whole lot of cat and mouse just really boring slow. we also didn't talk about the part where she just like wandered through like three other different cabins just screaming betsy's name which why did betsy not hear her yeah like that's not a very big camp what's probably going on is that these kids are terrified in their beds and afraid to go anywhere or they're just sleeping yeah or they just don't care. And they're probably like, oh, at least something interesting is happening. I'm too gifted to deal with whatever is happening here. I know. You. What would be cool is if all these kids MacGyvered uh, some traps yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. Did like a Home Alone type thing. Mm-hmm. But their final trap doesn't work because you know who taught them the trap? Max. Ooh. So he doesn't fall for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if Betsy finally catches on to what's going on. Like, Betsy's a terrible final girl because she doesn't do anything in this entire movie until She's now. the final girl because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, like, you just avoided being murdered by not doing anything. Yeah, it's like staying in the draft and then going, oh, survive the war. <laughs> but in some ways, she does kind of break the normal tropes because she clearly got it on with TP in that hot tub. Normally your final girl has to be like innocent or, yeah. you know, the virgin, you know, the one person you want to kind of root for. Like, well, geez, just let her get away so she can at least have her first beer. <laughs> Do you like how she just loads the shotgun? She just grabs the, the shotgun that's just sitting on the wall. Ooh, but she does call Max. Yeah. Which you don't see where he's at. You just you see, see that he's playing cards. Yes. But he is in a well well lit area, but where is she calling to? So she must know where he is. So does this technically does this at this point, does this let Max off the hook? Or mm-hmm. is he magic? Cards could just be part of his whew, illusions. I love it when you get that look in your eye of like, I I have had it with him. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore the fact that that call happened because the idea of Max being the killer just makes the movie far more interesting. And with him like off the hook, it's just lame. <laughs> but yeah, well, at least Betsy decides to like take care of business here and she does a little deck on. She goes out and then she's creeping around. Oh, she's at the mess hall kitchen area. She's getting up to that window and then... 
oh, Lamb Chop pops up and... She's like, Betsy! And then Betsy shoots her. Lamb Chop did not get murdered, but she does buy Betsy. Man, Man Mars did not kill her. It was pretty funny. Just, she just shoots her right in the face. Mm-hmm. And then a kid comes out of the cabin and is like, what's going on? She's like, nothing. We're going to leave now. <laughs> I mean, she's clearly at this point going, I'm not going down for this murder. Yeah. All right, kids. Time to go. <laughs> Got to figure out how I'm going to get away with this one. So uh, maybe if I save all these kids, I can just make up whatever story I'd like. I wrestled the gun away from somebody in the dark. It was dark. I couldn't see who they were. Betsy gets all the kids on this bus. And it's like, well, we're getting out of here on this bus. And she's like grinding gears and stuff. So she barely knows how to get this bus going. She gets it going. But then Mamma Mars just runs up to this bus and somehow manages to stop it from moving. I'm not really sure. It's by just trying to open the door of the bus. It's really, yet again, like, I don't know. Maybe you should convey what's happening a little better. I think she just stopped the bus. Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't even remember. But even then, Mars is just like up to the window. Just mm-hmm. a flimsy window. Like, Betsy grabbed that shotgun. It's right there. It's right there. Those yeah. bolts are going she through. She still has at least one more shot. Yeah. Because she put two shells in. I don't know. They didn't really show her grab more. She but... did grab more. She grabbed two more out yeah. of the five that were in the drawer. And it's like, just grab all of it. <laughs> yeah. So her whole idea is like, okay, I will leave the bus so you kids can drive off and be safe. So she lets this older kid who looks like he probably does know how to drive, maybe. Like he's a little bit older. Well, he's a gifted kid, so they all probably know how to drive. That because I was wondering how he knew how to drive a bus. Gifted. Maybe it's a maybe it's a camp for children bus drivers. Oh, specializing in bus driving skills. Yeah, yeah. Got to get that special license. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have a new elite force out in the roads. They're not prepared. Elite force. You know the one movie or it's all set on the bus. It's like the big chase on the bus. Came on like the 90s. Just a single bus. In the... Are you talking about speed? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know you know the driver in speed? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Holy crap, Brennan. I think you are correct. That's Keanu Reeves character mm-hmm. in speed yeah. when he was younger. Yes. Oh, we just figured something major out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Doggles. I'm... I'm just going to say right now, that is canon. You hear that? Madman and Speed take place in the same universe. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I forgot to mention, like, earlier, what is Richie up to? Just wandering around. Because they showed him in the house. He, like, goes down to the basement. And sees something. You don't know what it is. Yeah, but he sees reaction. Yeah, he has, like, the the guy from uh, Italian Spider-Man. Yeah. Shocked face. And then he leaves. And he had left. But then, like, they show him, like, he just decided to take a nap in the woods somewhere. That was earlier. That's when he first got lost. Yeah, but that that was pretty funny, though. Because I had to clear that up because Betsy goes to the house now. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, she's on the hunt for Madman Mars at this point. She's hunting him. Didn't even reload that shotgun. No, she didn't. But yeah, she gets to that house. And house, probably the best star of the movie, really. It was a cool house. It's it's a cool, creepy looking house. You can tell it's a real location. It's certainly spooky. One thing I will have to say about this movie too, especially in this house, is that the lighting is so inconsistent for nighttime shots. I remember that time I thought like it was dawn. Yeah. Because it was like golden light. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the sun's rising. Yeah, they didn't put a gel on it or anything, or they didn't even try to like filter it afterwards, do like a day for night shot even. It was just this, nope, big bright light. They're supposed to be in the dark. The flashlight's not even going to do you any good mm-hmm. because, I don't know, like you could see like the flashlight's not even making that big of a difference when it shines on stuff because it's so bright. Yeah. My, that, I had to get that complaint out of the way. But yeah, she's like cruising around this house and everything. You get to learn like Betsy just has a, a hair trigger because slightest thing happens boom that gun just goes off as mad man mars is just kind of like creeping around behind her and she should have reloaded that gun because he just ends up nabbing her Mm -hmm. takes her down to the basement sticks her on a hook that's on the wall which that was kind of cool that's pretty cool yeah yeah because you're thinking that betsy is the final girl and she's gonna make it Mm -hmm. nope hook right through sticking out her chest flailing around it knocks over mad man mars's candle that just happens to be like sitting by this all this convenient hay in this basement Mm -hmm. and then you get to see the bodies of the other counselors and also Mad Man Mars's family that 
supposedly was never found. But you'd think that they would have checked. You'd think they would have checked the house. Yeah. Seems like a reasonable thing to do. Unless magic. Magic. When maybe they only become visible when he becomes, he leaves the ethereal plane to become a solid creature of the night. An undead spoop. I wish down there was also a card table. Oh, shoot. With all the bodies propped up. He was really just playing cards with all the other. Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been a lot cooler. Oh. Oh man, just like in that deranged movie. Never seen it. No, it's the one with uh, where it's like based off of Ed Gein. Oh, and he's got like all the corpses set up, like playing cards with his mom or at the table, playing pinochle or whatever. That's creative. That would have yeah. So that would have been great in this movie. I like where I like you where you're going with this, Bren. Mm-hmm. But no, Man Man Mars is just magic, and all you do is just like so. Fire starts at the house. You just hear him like. You can't escape, Man Man Mars? Is he done with the house? Does he live? We're not really sure because you've got Max driving down the road. Who does he see? Richie. Richie lost his damn mind. He's just crazy now. And wandering around. Yeah. Just like he has been the entire movie. Yeah. So he's just crazy. Max finds him. End of movie. Do you think there's a possibility that Max still could have done it? I hope so, because that would just be more interesting. But the only problem with that is, is like, what's the reason? It's very ambiguous at the end. They never really define anything. The There is no real battle with Mad Max Mars to make you think that he's dead. Just a house gets set on fire, that's it. And apparently there was talk at one point in time of having a sequel to it where Richie would have been blamed for everything that happened. Ha! That would have been funny. <laughs> that's what you get, Richie. That would have been a great ending, actually. Just him getting busted. It's morning. They find all this stuff. Yeah. Oh my just, god, Richie. <laughs> clearly this kid did it. He knew everything. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Max gets away to start the legend at a whole new camp. Oh. Oh, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, because if he, he told the story, right? He says the name and everything but here's the thing he must tell this story all the time right you would guess that i mean the house is right by where he would have the fire is yeah he would have been so this would have been a local legend he probably would have told this story countless he's times. definitely said mad max over a whisper mad max wait <laughs> madman mars <laughs> But yeah, he definitely has said that like over above a whisper at some point. Oh, constantly. So yeah, what is going on then? Why is it this one time that all of a sudden Madman Mars decides that he's going to come back and start killing people again? (laughs) There's no really good reason. Yeah, there is none. There's none other than, hey, let's make a let's make a movie. We'll do it super quick. We're going to make it in the woods because that's cheap. Mm -hmm. And all right, somebody come up with we'll come up with a quick story backstory just as an excuse to have somebody murder people out in the woods i see some guys like all right so here's here's the setting you got an elite camp school filled with children who are gonna become amazing bus drivers (laughs) i think that's the perfect pitch yeah (laughs) i mean i don't really have like much more to add to this it is kind of a you get what you get it's cut and dry it's really just there's not a lot of depth no. to this movie other than what you can make on your own, which we did. Mm-hmm. We added our own spice. It's kind of like when you buy a cheap frozen pizza. Oh, yeah. And you bring it home and you go, I know this is not going to be good on its own. I will still be satisfied because even bad pizza, it's still pizza. Yeah. But you go, I'll add more toppings to this. Maybe some extra cheese, some seasoning, maybe some hot sauce just to spice it up a little bit. It's still that pizza, but you just made it a little bit better for yourself. That's what we did here. This was like a cheese pizza. This was like (laughs) boring. (laughs) I mean, we can't really, there's not a lot of effects stuff to talk about. I mean, it's just a couple severed heads. Yeah, it was pretty weak on that front. You didn't even get to see most of the murders not a lot of yeah not a lot of blood a lot of gore or anything like that so i mean it did have the i guess it had the nudity factor i mean these are slasher movie things so on that level kind of weak sauce but i have an idea let's rate the camp like if you would want to go to this camp does this seem like it would be a fun camp without the murder i don't think it would i think this would be a pretty lame camp yeah like unless i want to learn how to be a bus driver then i'm not gonna go in the first place elite bus driving camp come on and i'm not really gifted in that so i don't even think they would like admit me in but also it's like all the cabins are like well lit like there's just like lights on there's electricity there's phones there's it's too it's too much it's too nice i don't like it too nice like that i do like those cabins though 
Cabins it's, were cool. Like the actual physical structures are nice. But if you have a fridge, then well, you I'm not can a fan. have a fridge. You can have a fridge, but they all like most camps are gonna have a fridge. I know, but just the camp that I would prefer to go to would be something. Ooh, a little more rugged. A little bit more rugged. I oh. think cabins still or cottages, whatever. I think that would still be nice, but too nice for me. Okay, all right. So you would not like to go to this camp? Mm-hmm. With a buddy, I'd go with a buddy. Okay, I'd go. I mean, it's not great. You're a short walk away from everything. That is true. That is true. But it doesn't. I don't know if there's water nearby. Well, there is because she was on the boat. Oh yeah, that's right. And she just like walks like three seconds back to the campground okay yeah i forgot about the boat already shame on me well did you have a favorite scene Mm, i really liked the part with um lamb chop getting shot i think that was (laughs) i think that was one of the only parts in this movie that i was like surprised and that gave me genuine emotion oh yeah we had a blast with that part yeah pun intended (laughs) (laughs) that was mine too i really like that part i don't know it just gets you going yeah. It's, it's unexpected. And I've seen this movie before. And I must have just spaced that out because to see it again, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So how would you rate this by saying movie? And would you recommend? I'd say it's a movie. It was just like, yeah. I'd recommend it. Uh, actually, I don't know if I would recommend it. It's it's just kind of bland. Not really any good, like, gore scenes. Uninteresting slasher guy. He's not really that cool. Yeah, like, that isn't... That's not cool. You hurt his feeling. I, I, and I assume this is probably going to be the weakest of the three. I'm going to say you're probably correct on that. You'll have so, to find out on your own. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to recommend this movie. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm going to say this is a movie. That's fair. It's basic. It's dumb fun when things actually happen. I'd say it's definitely a movie you should watch with somebody else. Yeah. And just kind of chat it up, find something to do during the dull moments. I don't know. I guess if you watch it on your own, you could be distracted by your phone, get a snack at times. Play a board game while watching this. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then like, oh, something's happening. And you look over. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I recommend it. I think it's all right. I'd recommend this if you are in a cabin. Ooh, okay. Get the VHS of it. Big clamshell case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cracking that open. No case. It's just like written on. <laughs> right over Billy's birthday. It, it's Madman Max because they, they just got it confused. <laughs> just don't even know. Yeah. Okay, well, be sure to go and visit Tee Public. Get yourself one of those sweet new camp shirts. Get one. Do it. They come in a variety of colors. I personally like it on the yellow one because that looks like a good camp shirt. And we'll get money from it. Not much, but you know what? That's okay. It's still some money. Yeah, it helps pay for the show. $2 at a time. <laughs> like a month where I'll get $2 and it'll be like just some rando getting something else. But whatever. Feel free to contact us. You can email us at corruptedusepod.com. <laughs> Join us in the Dongle Den on Facebook while put, it lasts. Put some memes in there. Put Maybe I'll like it. In there. Maybe, uh... Say hi to Court. Say hi to Court, our master of memes in the Dongle Den. Bringer of destruction. Cheesing of the ham. I can't figure anything Thanks to our listeners, the Dongles. That's you guys. Yeah. Without you, we would still be doing this, just with no statistics. <laughs> <laughs> and our fellow podcasters, thank you for your support. And hang in there, Dongles. Bye. Don't, don't hang in there like Bye. TP, though. Bye. We can't even get like copyright struck strike for that because we're like it's so far off. Yeah. Corrupted you. Corrupted you. Corrupted you. When you text in, sorry, I'm just going go to do a stupid podcast with my dad. It's about a camping trip with my friends. Oh, wait, camping oh. trip! Whoa, <laughs> and that brings us right into today's topic. <laughs> that would have been a good segue. <laughs> yeah, that would have.